the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. The sounds you just heard were the sounds of the Municipal Association's annual IT-based disaster recovery training. It's something we've been doing for 14 years now, in which a portion of the association's staff travels off-site and attempts to fulfill all of the day-to-day functions of the various departments of the Municipal Association as a way of testing how well we would function if some disaster knocked out our access to our computers at our offices here in Columbia. I'm Russell Cox. I am the editor of the Municipal Association's Uptown Publication and Digital Production Manager, and I am joined again today by Crystal Daly, who is the Association's Information Technology Director. To talk about disaster recovery, what we can learn from it, and why it's something every city and town should be thinking about. So Crystal, to start us off, can you describe this kind of testing, why we do it, and specifically why we go off-site, why we leave this office to do it. Absolutely. Basically, we do recreate our work environment in another location off-site once every year where a group of our staff will travel to another location in order to perform testing of all of our business-critical and time-sensitive functions. Mm -hmm. All of our systems are recovered from backups, and the staff uses specific test plans to check the functionality of various programs to make sure they are working normally. Mm -hmm. So we test functionality for things like we make sure our email is up and running and our voice over IP phone system. Some of the other things we test that are very important to us and critical are our risk management applications. We have a financial application package we we check, including um, check printing and ACH transfers. We have an association management software program that we check as well because that's our database of all of our members, our customers, and then we have four collection programs that need to be tested along with our website, including the single sign-on portal that our members access to get information. We do have various supplies, computers, monitors, printers, phones, also a router stored at the off-site facility that can be set up very quickly in an event of a disaster. We perform this testing off-site because in case of a real disaster, if it were to strike our office building, it may become inaccessible. You know, for example, a hurricane comes through our area and knocks out the critical infrastructure or the power's out for a long period of time. There could be flooding, a fire, tornado, even an earthquake. If the damage is widespread, like a hurricane, for example, employees may have damage at their homes as well. Mm -hmm. And so they would need a a place to go to in order to have a computer and internet access in order to be able to work as well. So testing your disaster recovery plan annually is crucial to ensure it works as it is supposed to with making sure our IT systems can be restored if an actual disaster occurs. We want to ensure that our data can be recovered and our critical applications are functional so that we can continue to conduct business. Business continuity. Business continuity, exactly. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you mentioned hurricanes and power getting knocked out, so that could be one example. Obviously, that's something that, as South Carolinians, is very much on our mind. But are there... Any other situations that would come to mind where we would be doing this not as a not as a test, but rather because 
we have to to keep running. Yeah, absolutely. Again, just if a natural disaster came through, it could be building related to where our building, you know, infrastructure is down, or it could be widespread. It could Mm -hmm. be, you know, over the the area of Columbia and further out. So our testing facility is further out, about an hour and 45 minute drive from the Columbia area, just because depending on the disaster, Mm -hmm. you may need a, a wider area you need to, to move from in order to be able to set up your testing and your infrastructure. And and for those wondering what's an hour and 45 minutes from here, it is Greenville in this instance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Greenville we chose. It's a good distance away from us. We have a partnership there with the Appalachian um, Council of Governments who allows us to actually set up at their facility and set up our equipment there and actually perform this testing each year. Just as well, we offer if they were to have a disaster, they will, are welcome to come take advantage of our training facility here mm-hmm. and some of our equipment as well. With these exercises happening for a number of years now, what would be an example of something that's found that this isn't working the way we want it to, the way it's supposed to? Could you give an example of something like that where we can then learn from that and go back and make modifications? Well, basically, you know, every every year when we do this annual disaster recovery testing, we are going to run in a couple of issues because with infrastructure and technology, it's going to change. Mm -hmm. It's never the same. So that's why you do want to have these annually because you're going to be testing different infrastructures as far as the way things are connected or integrated with each other. You're going to have upgrades. You're going to have patches. So there's a lot of factors throughout the year. So that's why you do want to have this on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. So we do run into some issues where something doesn't talk to each each other correctly, like the programs or the software packages. And you just take that and you continue to tweak it until you get it right. And then we document it and hopefully have that documentation that will work again the following year during our DR exercise. What you describe is a pretty large-scale exercise. And a disaster recovery exercise is an option for some organizations, but of course not everyone is going to have the staffing capacity to do something like this. So if you are a smaller organization with fewer resources, what Crystal, would you say are some of the things you can do as preparation for the day when a disaster comes? The two most important things that I would mention for that, first of all, I hope they're doing backups. Um, Mm -hmm. If so, make sure your backups are kept Mm off-site. Periodically check that your backups are working as they should try to perform successful restorations of some of the data to make sure that their backups are working as expected and they can do a restore, even if it's from a full system restore. Mm -hmm. The second thing is to make sure they create and then maintain and keep it updated for sure is a business continuity and a disaster recovery plan. So those are the most probably two important things that I would think they would need to focus on. Crystal, is there anything else about, you know, the way we do our exercise specifically or business continuity in general that would be worth discussing for the cities and towns listening? Well, basically, I would just say, please make disaster recovery and business continuity a priority. You know, otherwise, if a disaster does hit, 
you know, the disruption of your operations and your business. It could last days, it could last weeks, months, even worse. It could actually put you out of business for good. And of course, we don't want that. It does take a lot of time and effort, but once you have all these things in place, it's going to be worth it because a disaster can also be many things, even from the form of not just natural disasters, if there's violence in, you know, in the, in the workplace where something has to be situated in an off-site area or you still got things we've talked about before where you have cybersecurity, that's part of a disaster recovery as well. If, if you've been hit with cybercrime and your documents are locked and all of your files, it goes back to it also has to be restored from these same backups and mm-hmm. testing to make sure that everything works properly once you do the, the restore. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.